1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 101 of So You Want To Be A Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo and I'm here in my hotel room uh, in Melbourne visiting Gina Malisha. who's Woo-hoo! also here. Yes, how awesome. It's, um, how have you been? What have you been up to? Um, I've been good. Been shooting lots,
2: mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we've uh, we've uh, done uh, some big shoots today, haven't we? Yeah, you yep. helped me out. We filmed some. Yeah. So uh, it's been a really a really cool day, and it's uh, yeah, good good to hang out
1: with you, Val. Yeah, it's awesome. And anyway, we are recording a mini-sode. We've invented that word, haven't we, Gina? Mm -hmm. We're recording a mini-sode right now, which is episode 101. And if you're new to this podcast, our mini-sodes are kind of like in-between episodes where we have our regular programming, which usually is um, you know a full podcast, but every so often we're going to include a mini-sode on a particular topic. And this week what we thought we would do was workshop trying to achieve particular shots so you can actually hear what it's like to try and achieve a particular shot they were going for you know the stuff that fails the stuff that works and what we'll do is include in the show notes the actual shots uh, the actual shots that have been achieved and including the fails as well and explanations of why so what you're about to hear is the um is the shot that i wanted to achieve for the episode art for episode 101 uh 100th episode and what i wanted to achieve was something a little bit celebratory and some champagne in the shot and so we had to shoot it at this particular time of day which you'll hear about and under particular kind of circumstances basically this hotel room and uh hope we hope that you find it interesting so what you're going to hear in now is something that happened earlier today because we recorded it as we went along. And uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy our walkthrough about how we workshopped this shot and how we got it in the end. So um, hope you learned something from it. Enjoy. So, we're sitting in my hotel room in Melbourne and Gina is here and uh, we're going to workshop a shot that I really want to do and it's a shot of a couple of champagne glasses because I really wanted to make sure uh, we had a really good celebratory shot that I shot. Gina's help with lots of Gina with lots of help from Gina for our 100th episode, which you saw last episode. So, what I've got is a couple of champagne glasses. We've got the champagne, and you know, I thought if we since we're in the city of Melbourne and we're in this hotel, uh, I thought that we'd get a shot with some sort of cityscape in the background and see if that works. So, right now it's about midday, but you know, we're inside in a hotel room, and uh, but it's got some really good windows here. So, what we're going to do in the first instance is try the shot with um, a cityscape in the background. So what we've got, we're looking out the window, aren't we, Gina? Uh-huh. We've got a couple of champagne glasses there. Yep. and On the windowsill? On the windowsill, yep. um, right against the window. And we've got a city backdrop. So I I, I think, of course, we don't want detail in the buildings. The, the hero of the shot is the champagne shot. Yep. We want the the buildings to be you know a little bit blurry obviously yes. so um i imagine that we would for to get that depth of field we would need to be shooting fairly wide open in terms of our aperture mm-hmm. and fairly um uh, we i need to be further back from mm-hmm. the champagne glasses so that we can then i uh, can then zoom into yes. the the glasses in order to get that blurry background is that right uh-huh
2: now what other issues do you see val
1: i see the glasses are quite Backlit, how are we going to um, counter that? Yes, that is a yes, that's right, because they're against the window uh-huh. and the glasses are fairly backlit. But mm, I don't know, Gina, is do you think it's going to be that much of a problem because they are see through? It's not like you yeah. need to see the skin tone on their faces or anything like that. So, the other thing is, I did bring a lovely bottle of champagne, mm. um, <laughs> yes.
2: but I don't want to waste it on the shoot.
1: Uh, you don't want to waste it on me? Is that
2: uh, what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that, but I'd rather we drank the champagne, Val. <laughs> oh, yes, because oh. so, oh, yes, um, it could go flat if we. Exactly. Right. So And it's a very nice bottle. So, yes. how about. She brought a bottle of Verve. Yeah, it's very nice. Mm. Uh, it's my favourite. Mm. <laughs> um, how about we make champagne? We make. Um, Do we have the time to make yeah, we champagne? We make mock Gina? champagne. So, oh, not as yes. in, because, you know, I've got an Italian background, which uh-huh. is not French, but. You know, my dad is it? No, my dad used to make wine by stomping on the grapes. Seriously? Really? Yeah, so that's in my blood. Okay. Like what and and we grow, you know, the family grow have a little vineyard in Sicily. Oh. So champagne shouldn't be a stretch, but <laughs> but that's going to take a little while cuz like it's years. be aged and everything so yeah, it's not like years. work for today. But do you know what? What? If you get ginger ale? Yeah. And like a soda. Oh. A clear soda and you mix them together it makes uh champagne because so we're it doesn't gonna, need to taste like champagne it so, needs to look like
1: it. so we'll can we'll go raid the mini bar or just go to the local 7-eleven and see yeah. if we can get ginger ale and um soda water because yeah i agree i just want to drink the champagne not yeah. not let it go flat while we're shooting it all right so we're, we're gonna come back as we set, up, and we're going to set up this shot, and find some ginger ale and soda water, and we're going to come back and let you know uh, what happens. <laughs> And we're back. So we just shot a couple of glasses of champagne with the cityscape in the background. Now, the windowsill was a little bit too low for us. Now, we're going to put all of these images in the show notes, which, of course, you can find at ginamilicia.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-I-A. If you want to have a look at them, if you want to have a look at my fails, (laughs) but also some of my good ones. Uh, So, um, But uh, regardless, I will describe what happened. Um, The windowsill was a little bit too low. So we ended up getting a bin. Very sexy, Val, the bin. Yeah, it is, very classy, and turning the bin upside down. But you can't tell it's a bin. No. You can see in the shot. And uh, we put the champagne glasses onto the bin, and then we were able to. So the um, bin was shoot. upside down, yes. and it kind of actually looks like a tray now. It for does. The
2: champagne glasses, looks so good. So it gives it that classy look. Um, I loved what you got here, Val. The fact that like I was – I actually de- – when when you said you wanted to do this, this particular angle, I was kind of like, eh, it's not <laughs> going to look great. It looks very messy
1: and out there. Because we'll put also an image of what the background looks like in yeah, the show notes. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not great. <laughs> Melbourne usually has amazing architecture, but this particular angle was not great.
2: And the problem with this, Val, is you're so close to the glasses that, like, with a long lens, you're not going to see a lot of the background. So that was, you know, one of the challenges there, mm. um, and uh, and and what the parts that I thought you would get uh, weren't that sexy, but we had sunlight on our side. So outside is really brightly lit. Inside, mm. we're in a, you know open shade, but there's lots of glass kicking around, and the glasses are backlit. And the sexy thing that really took me by surprise, mm-hmm. Val, is you got the city reflected in the, yeah. in the champagne glasses upside down. Yeah. So it's kind of like um, the, the beautiful surprise in that, which yeah. I really loved. And because the glasses are backlit, it's a perfect way to – now, it's not a perfect product shoot. We all know I'm not a product photographer, but it's a great lifestyle shoot and it's how something feels. So that's what I think – Like. I think you've done a great job, Val. Thank you. And the other challenges we had were that champagne looked flat. Yeah. So
1: as you were shooting... Yeah, we poured uh, soda water into little... blue. Blobs. Bloops. That's my word. See, Gina can make up words like dook and ping. We, have, we we put bloops, bloops of um, soda water in it to make the bubbles come up and fizz. Yeah. But you know what, Gina? Even though I do like this shot and I do like um, the city being reflected in it and I think it's really cool, I realise that this it is daytime, like it is the middle of the day. Yeah. You can tell it's the middle of the day. And I think we kind of look like alcoholics, that we are drinking like this in the middle of the day. Day. is that a bad look <laughs> a bad you've look. never so, cared about that before Val. <laughs> so no but i don't care if it's at night you know okay what I mean? all right. so um i am thinking i would like to try an alternative shot where it's natural not actually so obvious that it's the middle of the day and the mood is a little bit more you know not like it's midnight or anything but that it's a little bit maybe even twilight or it's just not in the middle of the day just something with a little bit more mood and ambience and not just so bright so i'm just looking around the hotel room at the moment and um I'm thinking, well, can we, sh- we can shoot in the interior so that it's not so brightly lit. Yeah. But I'm just trying to figure out where we could shoot it, where the, um, you know, we'll still have enough light on the actual glass. I don't know whether we need to light it, but where the background is a little bit... Darker Now, I can see some areas like there's a dark cupboard here. Mm. There's also a hallway which could work as, um, y- you know, if we shoot with the depth of field that where the hallway is dark. But I'm just not sure then how we would light it and get some ambience in the background so that it's just not all dark. You know what I mean? I just want a moody shot. What A moody what shot. So you just want
2: to see the champagne. So what if we backlight the champagne glass, Is that going to be enough? Well, it
1: could, could end up being quite heavy with a very black. Yeah, because they'll just look like a lit, like, it'll just look like we're backlighting the it champagne is, it glass. It'll look exactly, like a spotlighter a big right. lighter champagne glass. You um, know what I mean? Not, I still wanted to have that lifestyle kind might, of feel. I
2: might have in my kit because I've been using these a lot, Val.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and in fact, I think I do. Okay. If come with,
1: yes. If I've still. Um, we're now just rummaging rummaging in Gina's kit
2: so I do have okay so I've got continuous lighting but Mm -hmm. this is what could make this shot very sexy and I've got two versions so what I've got Val is um Fairy lights. Oh, awesome. So if oh, we put so these we could, in behind the we shot, could we can get that beautiful bokeh ball yeah, thing happening. Yeah, we could happening. do bokeh. So what I what – because I, I've been doing a, a lot of um, uh, sort of lifestyle, uh, lifestyle-y uh, Christmas shoots mm-hmm. uh, lately, so – uh, we, we've been putting these in the background to give, like, a lot of um, uh,
1: life and bubble, you know, focus yeah, so in the background shots. so that would be great a for champagne because that's kind of just echoing the bubbles in the champagne yeah. or something. So
2: what I think, Val, is there is a long corridor leading into uh, your main room here, yes. which is away from any natural light. Yes. So that's, like, dark enough. Mm. We can set up your... Um, the, the champagne glasses there with, with, so you've got depth you can shoot yes. long put them there put the um fairy lights behind so yes. we'll hang them up we can uh, i've got a light stand here we can hang them up on the light stand. there's some hangers we can, we can hang them up on we can just drape them across hangers even so we spread them out across a hanger yep. and uh put them you know directly behind the champagne and uh if we shoot long, Val, okay. the way you get bokeh
1: is uh, you want to be. We want the depth of field to be there, so we want to make sure that we're focusing our focus, obviously, on the champagne glass. Yes, and we, not, we need to make sure that the background is blurry, so we can't tell that they're fairy lights. In fact, they could be anything. They could be street lights. They could be lanterns. They could be, they just they're just blobs of, of little bloops of colour. Bloops.
2: <laughs> so how are you gonna? How are you gonna? achieve that how do you get the bokeh in the
1: Mm, background we need to shoot with a um we need to shoot um, more open in, yep. in terms of aperture, yeah, so similar concept is getting uh-huh. the, the the background blurry of the cityscape. Uh-huh. We need to shoot um, with a low aperture, but as in wide open aperture right. and shoot from um, long so yep. that i'm tr- i 'm as far away back from the um, glasses as I can be, and I focus obviously on the glasses and hopefully the background. Okay, so how are you going to
2: expose for that?
1: Yes, that is a very good question because we still want the um, glasses to, um, you know, not be dark. Right. So we need to then crank up our ISO. Is that right? Okay. So, yes, but
2: no? how are you going to take a light reading? What do you, what do you want to – how do you want to achieve this? Okay, so – So how are you going to get your lights to look good in the background
1: as in the right exposure? Um, so the correct answer to that is, I don't know. Okay. My answer to that is, I'll do it by trial and error. <laughs> Maybe right. you can shed some light and save so me some time. So basically what you do
2: is, uh, you set up your lights in the background, uh-huh. taking it, your first exposure is going to be for your background, which is exactly, uh, what I got you to do when you were doing the, um, the, the. The champagne, Uh all right? I I showed you that. You take a shot for the background and uh, and then basically expose for the lights in the background. Yeah. That is your exposure, all right? Now, to get your background looking good, it means that the foreground is going to be? What? I don't know. Underexposed. Oh yes, yes, yes. All right, mm-hmm. so that's when yep. we're going to need to bring in some artificial light because uh, we've got nothing yes, lighting yes. our champagne glasses. That's license. right. I'm They'll concerned. be a little bit backlit, but we we've got use, nothing can lighting them. We use mini lights. Yes. Oh, excellent. All right, so we'll bring out your uh, sexy diva light, yep. and um, we'll we'll go from there.
1: Okay, we will be back. Okay, listeners, we're back. We just did the shoot in the hallway where we used the fairy lights. Now, interesting thing about using fairy lights when you don't have something to hang it off because the door didn't have a hook at the back of it, as in we were shooting down a hallway and the, door, the hotel room door was at the end of the hallway, so we needed to hang the fairy lights off something. So we were trying um, hangers. In the end, we ended up um, putting it... Well, initially, we put the fairy lights hanging off hangers which were balanced on top of a stand and that was quite effective. However, when we actually did the shot, what do you say, Gina? It was a bit um, too busy in the background to it have... Was
2: too, it crazy, too much going on and it was competing. The background was competing with our
1: champagne. Yes, even though they were, re- it, it was really nice bouquet and perhaps if we weren't shooting the champagne and we just wanted to shoot, you know... Uh, bouquet. Yeah. It was kind of nice, uh, yeah. you know, but it was just a little bit too much. So we tried thinning it out and got rid of quite a bunch of the fairy lights still on the hangers. And again, that was still too much and we just needed to thin it out in even more. And to cut a long story short, what happened in the end is we used the back of the black reflector yeah, and forged and wedged the reflector in between the walls. Because my reflector's that's how quite small the corridor was or how big my reflector yes, was Belle. Yes, that's right. And uh, so we wedged it in there and just hung the fairy lights um, off the stand behind it and managed to finally get the right uh, balance, right? Spread of light to ratio of bokeh background to champagne sparkles in the foreground so what we managed to do was to get that blurry in the background but then of course we because it's a dark hallway we needed to light the actual champagne and that is where now listeners may remember I was very excited that I was telling Gina that I was bringing my lights to Melbourne and then to see what she thought but you know I don't I'm not I don't spend as much money on equipment as Gina does and as many photographers do. I just needed some lights that I wanted to use that were affordable and we ended up using that, didn't we, Gina? And,
2: Val, the lights are awesome. you got a big tick and I think I'm going to go buy myself one of your lights.
1: (laughs) I love it so much. They were very affordable, so we, um, considering what they can do and they're very um, uh, handy, Um, they don't work off battery. They work off you Power. know, electricity. <laughs> so bear that in mind. But we'll put the link in the show notes and they were about they were about a hundred and forty dollars I think.
2: Australian and No no US actually. Yeah I so think. so it's a ring light. Oh, no Australian. So even cheaper for US, yeah. Ring light. Um uh, mains-powered ring light, perfect for uh, lighting yourself, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> filming yourself, beautiful. And uh, we filmed some tutorials, uh, uh, didn't we, Val, uh, yes. today? And uh, oh, I'm very happy that we used that light. And um, we uh, also, yeah, fantastic for this to, to light the, uh, the glasses. It was perfect. And they're also really good for products because you can put the camera
1: inside in the middle of the the ring of the light and then you get like a nice flat ring of light and of course it also has an attachment that you can um mount your iphone if you want or your smartphone in the middle of the ring as well if you wanted to um if you wanted to use that which is fantastic yeah so very accessory very handy and very light super light and very easy to fit into my suitcase and dimmable yeah so it had a variety of different settings and you know it was if you just muck around and uh, you'll find the setting that's suitable for your shot but anyway that was our champagne shot and um, now I think we should drink champagne yeah, for sure.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah,
1: it, it it
2: worked really well. So that's how you get uh, a great uh, shot of uh, bokeh in the background. So maybe coming up to uh, the festive season yeah. now, lots of parties happening, yep. or you may uh, want to get this sort of shot for a client might be asking it or think of using it as a, it's a great little wedding shot. Mm. Um, very very easy to do. Use your black. Uh, the black side of your reflector or a black cloth. Mm. uh, Put some fairy lights on that. Shoot at uh, as long a focal length as you can. Uh, fill the frame and, uh, you know, make sure you're very close uh, to your subject and that's going to make and uh, expose for your, for your lights first to get your exposure right and then um, add a little bit of extra light uh, to get your shot. So uh, really simple to do. You can do it uh, if you don't want the black cloth, just do it at night.
1: Yeah, yeah, because we were shooting this in the middle of the day. Yeah. So um, anyway, that was super fun. We hope you enjoyed this mini where we workshopped a particular, you know, range of shots that we're trying to achieve. And we'll put the shots in the show notes, of course, at GinaMilicia.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-I-A. And that is where you can also find out more information um, in about Gina's blog and also about the Lightroom presets that you can buy, which are awesome and, of course, about the gold community, which is an awesome community that Gina runs, uh, which has tutorials and masterminds and live training and a whole range of fantastic resources. Anyway, thanks so much for listening and we look forward to chatting to you again next episode.
2: Hey, thanks, guys.
0: Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources